uh, previously in our adventure, our hero's plot. I can't fucking talk today. Everyone, and welcome back to our podcast, Tales from the Table. I'm Cloud, the dungeon master and creator of this adventure. And around our virtual table, we have going uh, Athanasius. Oh dear, <laughs> I ruined go, everything. Go in alphabetical order. Go. Athanasius, Caden. I'm, I'm Flower. Wait, I think I come before you, Caden. She, she does. <laughs> guys, oh my god. Mac, Discord sorts it in alphabetical order for you. All you have oh to god, do is look Mac. at Discord. Mac. A, B, C, D, E, F, G. Yep, 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 yep. Yep, yep. <laughs> Flower comes first. And lastly... I'm Caden. Yeah, we have Caden. Okay, cool. Previously in our adventure... Our heroes found themselves low on funds and decided to apply for employment with Roskill and Associates, a new company looking to acquire talent of the adventuring variety. They breezed through a ropes course designed to test their agility and strength, uh, though they struggled a little bit with the, uh, tr- with the trust fall at the end. And then they faced a mock dungeon meant to test their wits. Caden used his tea-making knowledge to identify a slew of poisons, and Athanasius was intrigued by a puzzle which contained runes from an ancient civilization. Flower was a little bit overeager and ended up triggering a giant boulder trap, which turned out, like everything else in the trial, to be just for show. Uh, And now, the trio is readying themselves to face the third and final trial, which will determine the fate of their job applications. (laughs) Welcome back, everybody. Stakes have never been higher. Oh, yeah. Right now, you are standing just outside that building, uh, and uh, Captain Virtinia, the uh, woman who has been sort of observing your trials uh, on behalf of the company, has come over to you uh, to uh, sort of congratulate you after uh, completing that trial. So she comes over, and uh, if you remember uh, before you guys went in there, she sort of uh, gave you these, like, company-issue... Uh, like dungeoneering packs. Um, you left all your original equipment uh, back at the start of the trials before the, before the uh, ropes course. And so she comes over and she uh, she kind of t- she takes those packs uh, back from you because you won't need them uh, for the next trial. And she takes the uh, sort of fake crystal orb uh, that you guys were uh, supposed to be collecting uh, from I believe Flower had it. Uh, so she takes yes. it back. Yes. Yes, yeah, so she takes it back from you, Flower, and um, she sort of directs you guys down a path uh, through the woods, uh, you assume, to the next trial. And uh, as she does so, um, so like up until now, Virtinia's been, uh, you know, kind of stiff and aloof. She looks like a pretty formal person. She's got this like uh, silver hair that's like pulled back in a really tight bun. Her uniform is like immaculate. A uh, very straight posture. She looks like a sort of no-nonsense lady. Um, but as she leads you down the path, she's looking at you guys with sort of like a new interest. Um, you can tell she's kind of like excited about something. And um, she looks at you and uh, she says, 
you're not the first group to successfully retrieve the orb. And uh, you're, uh, <laughs> you're certainly not the first ones to get chased by that boulder. But um, you're the fastest group that I've seen so far. Tell me, how did you solve that puzzle so quickly? I look over at Athanasius. Uh, yeah, so Athanasius would uh, kind of look at Virginia and be like, uh, yeah, I, I trained in the college previous to the Calamity. She nods, uh, and she's like, we've had, you know, not many applicants with that sort of background here, but we have had a few, and they had some trouble with that one. Um, what um, insight did you have that, that led you to the answer so quickly? Oh, uh, so... I turn to Virginia and say, well, my specialty when I was at the college was ancient languages. She sort of raises an eyebrow and uh, she's like, ancient languages? Uh, that's fascinating, but um, I, I don't really see how it was applicable here. There wasn't any writing on the puzzle. Uh, so... He, uh, he says, well, there were runes. There were, there was a rune, uh, on each, or by each image that corresponded to the school of magic that it represented. She, when you say that, she just sort of, like, stops in her tracks, and she just looks floored. She's like, there, rune, really? In the, in the carvings? In that is fascinating. And she's she's sort of looking you up and down, and you can tell she is just, like, palpably excited. Um, she's really stoked. And she's like, I would really, really like to hear more about that. But first, we do need to have you guys do your final trial before we can decide whether to uh, extend you an offer of employment. And she leads you into this uh, a third clearing, and when you walk into this clearing, um, it's pretty it's pretty wide. Um, and in the middle, uh, there's sort of a raised circular wooden platform. L like everything you've seen so far, this looks like it was built pretty recently. Um, it's kind of like a stage, um, but it's a big circle. It's about 30 feet across. It's raised about five feet off the ground and there's like some little steps so you can easily walk up to it. And in the middle, you actually see that uh, there is a straw dummy, almost like a scarecrow, but like not standing up on a pole, that's sort of uh, laying in the middle of this circular platform. And uh, there's also about, uh, uh, yeah, 10 uh, other company employees. Uh, you can tell that they're company employees because all of the employees of Rothskull and Associates uh, wear these dark gray uniforms with silver buttons. And they're just sort of lounging around uh, on the edge of the platform, talking, you know, drinking, uh, you know, some coffee or whatever. Uh, but they look up when you guys walk in. And uh, then you see that uh, each of them, they're sort of like, oh, okay, here we go again. And they uh, pick up off the ground these human-shaped wooden targets on poles. And they all stand around the outside of the platform. And um, Virtinia uh, sort of gestures to um, all the stuff that's in this clearing. And she says, okay, so this last challenge uh, we call 
Save the citizen. Da, da, da. <laughs> uh, Sky had references. <laughs> I knew Kevin was gonna love that. Okay. Hey, you save me. To, you guys get save to, me. <laughs> you guys get to play Save the Citizen. You uh, remember when we used to use real citizens? <laughs> <laughs> so Scarecrow is laying no. down, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like a floppy. It's like a floppy scarecrow in the middle of this wooden platform. Uh, Virginia says, your goal is to protect the citizen. She sort of does like air quotes and she points at the dummy. Uh, While also defeating your enemies, she points at the uh, wooden targets that are being held by the uh, company employees. And avoiding injury yourself. There are 10 targets and there are also more employees. And at that point, she points and you can see in the trees around the edge of the clearing there are sort of like wooden platforms and there are some more uh people in uniforms up there um who seem to have like blow guns or something similar uh that they've got up there and she says the uh employees uh in the trees will be firing projectiles at you don't worry they are not lethal uh we don't want anybody to actually be hurt during any of these trials but here are the rules. You guys ready? Yep. Give them to us. All right. If the citizen is hit by a projectile, the test ends and you fail. So priority number one is protecting the citizen. Uh, if any of you three are hit three times, you must leave the platform, but your associates can continue fighting. And if you destroy all ten targets, the test ends and you succeed. Uh, you cannot leave the arena, and you cannot let the citizen leave the arena. Uh, and she adds, uh, and please only attack the wooden targets, not the employees holding them or the ones firing at you, because ensuring the safety of all our employees is our first priority. So are there targets on the platforms up in the trees? No, nope. So basically the goal here, I know this is a little bit of a complicated setup, but um, they're trying to create a mock combat in which nobody gets hurt. So you have this straw dummy that you're supposed to protect uh, while also destroying the wooden targets that are being held uh, by people around the outside of the arena. That's why it's boosted five feet off the ground so that you only see the targets and not the people underneath holding them. They'll, they'll be like running around the outside with these wooden people-shaped targets that you're supposed to attack. And while all that is happening, these sort of like snipers are going to be firing uh, dummy projectiles at you from the trees. Because the people with the wooden targets can't like hold the targets and fire at you, basically. So that's why it's split into two groups of people. And we don't have our weapons or armor with us right now. Oh, actually, uh, so once she explains the challenge to you, um, you see actually that uh, your all your gear that you left behind at the beginning has been neatly piled uh, at the edge of this clearing, uh, and you are uh, free to redon all your armor and shields and weapons. Uh, there's also uh, just sort of like a rack of really basic weapons and shields in case you need to borrow anything. In case there's something you wanted to use that you don't have with you. Ooh, what's what's on there? Uh, anything in the uh, player's handbook that would be like a simple or melee weapon. Nothing too fancy. There's not like a lance <laughs> or something. But anything that's not too uh, exotic 
Okay. Uh, I want to grab a quarter staff. Can I do that? Oh yeah, absolutely. There is a quarter staff for you to grab. That's my appropriate height for me. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they are used to applicants of varying heights. If you remember uh, when you were in line, like filling out your paperwork at first, um, there was like a gnome that you were talking to, but there were also like a couple like giant bugbears. So yeah, I, I I assumed there would be one for me. I just wanted oh, yeah. to make sure I grabbed one that was my height. Athen dons all of his gear. Yeah, I'm assuming you guys put all your armor and stuff back on. And Yeah. I have a question. As um, Flower's been traveling around the Empire, has he realized that using magic is kind of a no-no? Um, yeah. Um, yeah, this is an interesting question because we haven't necessarily uh, nailed down all the world building about the Serpent Folk. But yes, I mean, he was even back when he was a diplomat or... It, training to be a diplomat he would have known about the the laws and taboos of the empire because i assume he would have been dealing with some of the elvish uh city states that are in the basin and even though they have always been a little bit um how do you say rebellious not super in line with following all the empire's rules they still know about them they're still nominally under the Empire's control, so you, you would have known all that stuff. Okay, then as I'm putting my armor on, I would like to subtly, with my two smaller hands, um, press them to my chest and lay on hands for like three points, because I got bopped pretty good oh, with that yeah, boulder. You got, you got uh, smacked by that rock, that's right. Yeah, that's fine. Nobody's going to notice you doing that. Aiden looks at Athens, waiting for some sort of cue as to what to do. I think once everybody's ready to go, we would climb onto the arena, yeah? Yeah, uh, Vertinia's basically just waiting for you guys to get your gear on and get ready, and then when you guys tell her you're ready, she will begin the challenge. Does Caden look ready for this? Caden totally assumes some sort of combat staff, uh, combat stance with his quarterstaff. Awesome. All right, uh, Virtinia claps her hands, and uh, the combat begins. Everybody roll me initiative. A three. Uh, I got a 13. I got a three. Okay, cool. All right. Uh, First, yeah, you guys rolled not very good on your initiatives. (laughs) 13 Uh, isn't that bad. Yeah, no, 13 is not that bad. Uh, Okay, Uh, first up... Uh, is one of the snipers. Let's see, who are they going to go for? Flower. Oh, they do not hit. Second up is Athanasius. Okay, I'm going to position myself between uh, the citizen and the people who are shooting from above, and I'm going to pull out mine crossbow and shoot at one of the targets. Okay, now, just so you know, the... for lack of a better word, snipers, are circling the... They're all around. So um, you might want to get the citizen maybe between... you. It's not possible for you to maybe cover them entirely because there's people uh, behind you as well as in front of you, if that makes sense. Okay, well, I cover one of the sides then. Okay, okay. Yeah, you, you step in front of the citizen. So just a quick reminder to myself, 
for crossbow, it is your roll plus your proficiency plus your dexterity mod, yes? Yeah, that is for, correct. To hit? Yeah. Okay, 10 to Ranged hit. weapons, are. That does not hit. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, sorry. Because they're not just standing still, the uh, employees are sort of like moving around with them. They're trying to simulate if they were people, sort of. Their AC's still not great, but it's not 10. Uh, up next, another one of the snipers. Who are they going to go for? Flower again. Unlucky day, Flower. Ooh, this time they hit. Great. Yep. You don't take any damage. Uh, what happens is that uh, you sort of hear like a sound and all of a sudden you get hit with a paintball and it sort of explodes on your shoulder and there's sort of like a bright green spot of paint on your beautiful yellow scales. Oh no! I know! How dare they! Alright, the next sniper goes for Caden! Finally! Oh, misses. Uh, the next sniper goes for Athens. It misses. And the last one goes for Athens as well, and it also misses. Okay, now it is Caden's turn. Caden, what are you going to do? I look at Athens and I say, I hope you don't mind. And then I cast Fog Cloud. (laughs) 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 Oh, that is brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Lovely. Okay. Because basically I'm at the point that's like, I don't think there's any way for us to win this without using magic, so I'm just going to use it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a it's a risk. Um, but uh, uh, And it now... covers a 20-foot radius, so it goes, goes five feet beyond the perimeter of the arena. Oh, my God. Okay, cool. Um, all right. So you've not only covered the platform, but also the employees who are, like, just outside the platform. <laughs> And you kind of hear them go, oh my, hey, what's happening? And, uh, because they can't see each other anymore. All right, well, that's going to make things interesting. Um, was that all you were going to do, Caden? Um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, no purpose in me jumping, so. (laughs) That'd be, uh, unless you were just sort of, like, going for, like, a dramatic, like, kung fu movie effect, where just you sort of, like, (laughs) jump up with, like, fog swirling around you. So my first idea, because I thought, like, the guards were in between us and the, uh, and the citizen. So my first idea was I was going to cast it and then, like, jump over them all. But I can't do that because that's not really out. Well, you, you guys have uh, certainly thrown a uh, wrench in this trial. And last up is Flower. Oh, boy. So there's, like, paintballs just flying and splattering. Oh, yeah. And suddenly just everything is covered in clouds. It's covered in fog. Um, can... So, uh, just a quick question. Does, so does that just give the archers disadvantage, or can just can they not shoot at us now? You know, I am going to have to look that up, uh, because I'm not sure. But I'll look that up a moment while uh, Flower tells me what Flower is going to do. Um, well, what I was planning on doing was um, snatching up the, the citizen and sort of holding them gently in my two smaller arms, sort of a shield out in front of both of us. Okay. Um, I love that idea. Yeah. Pat it on the head a little bit. Can I, can I still see it? Can I get to it? Uh, yeah. I think you knew where it was before and you're already pretty close to it, so. Okay. And then I'm like... I, I think I just, just shout, um, is is this supposed to happen? Should, should I still be fighting the targets? 
go after the targets. That's how we win. Okay, if this is if this is how it's supposed to be. Um, and then I'll just I guess that was my action picking the the thing up. Well, so just gonna... just to note, you probably heard me tell Athens, I hope you don't mind. Right, but I mean, up till this point I didn't know you had magic. I assumed you did. Yeah, but I would have had to say something. Right? I cast if it has an oral component, then yes. Uh-huh. It's got V and S. Yes, so yep, it has purple. a vocal component. Yeah. So you had to say something and move your hands. Flower is still very confused, but he's going to go and and try to um, hit a dummy, whether he can do that this turn or next. Okay, so here's how I'm going to handle this, because I don't want this to just grind to a halt. Um, I am going to say, so this is fog, and we all know how fog works. So the snipers are going to have disadvantage when trying to target you because they're basically firing into the cloud blind. Um, but you guys uh, have uh, an advantage in that you know that all of the targets are around the outside of the arena. And when you get close enough to something in fog, it's not obscured anymore. So if you guys go to the outside of the arena and you find a wooden target, you can attack it normally without disadvantage. As long okay. as you're, like, within, like, you know, a foot of it or whatever. Yeah. So basically, you have to melee them. Yeah. If you're, if Did you're, you say we had advantage? No. Sorry. I You have oh. an advantage. So the way, advantage the way it in, looks the, in the non-technical sense. In that y- your targets can't move a whole lot they're stuck around the outside of the arena and uh that will allow you to find them even in the fog cloud but when the snipers are firing at you they'll have disadvantage because they can't see where you are in the cloud so flower you can attack one of the wooden targets if you would like you can sort of slither to the outside of the combat arena and uh see one of the targets and then strike at it. Okay, I'm gonna, yeah, hit it with my, my bone machete. Excellent. Oh, God damn it, that's a natural one. Oh, no! You're just, like, super disoriented because, like, this fog came out of nowhere and, and what's happening and what did the halfling do and you're just really confused. Are you supposed to still be attacking these guys? And you just sort of fumble it and uh, even though the guy's right in front of you, you, you don't manage to hit him. <laughs> I just whiff. Okay, yep, and I'm just gonna s- slither back into the heart of the, the cloud embarrassed <laughs> we're holding cradling the citizen in your your little tiny arms whispering sweet nothings to it <laughs> hissing it a sweet lullaby all right um well i'm just gonna do some quick rolls for the snipers and see if anybody manages to hit <laughs> no and you guys are lucky because one of those guys just got a natty 20 but he has disadvantage Bummer. Okay. Yep. Nope. The snipers are still firing, but their shots all go wide. Um, I'm just doing them all as a group, even though that's not technically the initiative order. Okay. Back to you guys. Uh, Athanasius, you first. Okay. So I'm going to move to the edge of the platform, and I'm assuming that the guys who are holding the targets 
I'm moving around, got a little bit disoriented by the fog cloud. Yeah, they're super confused. They're like, uh, what, what's going on? What's happening? This isn't, uh, this isn't supposed to be part of the trial. So I'm going to look for an area where maybe some of them have clumped up a little bit in the confusion and like bumped into each other. Yeah. So how many of them do you think I can find clumped up like that? Uh, I'll say two. They were pretty spread out. Yeah. But you can get two. And I am going to uh, breathe the shit out of them. Oh, nice. Just hit them with that good old breath weapon. That good old breath weapon. So they have to make a saving throw. Oh, boy. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to say they fail. Um, I didn't even have stats written down other than their AC. <laughs> so they're not, they're definitely not expecting that. And so they, they're not going to roll out of the way of your, your breath weapon. Their job is to stand there holding the uh, wooden posts. So you hit. Do full damage. Do I have to roll damage, or do the targets automatically break? Uh, what what is the damage for your breath weapon? Like, what's the description? What does it uh, two, say? It does two d six damage? Uh, yes, you still have to roll for it. Okay, eight damage. Yeah. Okay. Uh, they both get super uh cold, and they just sort of shatter in a rain of ice and splinters. And you've taken down two of them. Is that the first two targets we've got? Yep. Yes. Hey, you guys uh, whiffed a little bit. You're, you're lucky Caden cast that fog cloud. That's uh, it's pretty lucky. Okay. Caden, <laughs> <laughs> you're up next. It's like you shut this up and I'm like, I'm just going to cast fog cloud. <laughs> uh, nicely done. Uh-huh. So what, what kind of directions are Athens and Flower in? from me. I assume like I'm still in the center by the dummy. Yeah. Or something. Um so Athens and Flower have gone to the edge of the uh arena to make their attacks. Um Flower swung a machete, Athens used his breath weapon. Um so they are far away from you now. You probably can't you can't see them anymore through the fog. I did I did move back into the fog a little bit. Okay. Did I see which way any, either of them went, or am I just totally? Hmm. Yeah, you, you you hear me go. Oh, oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, I head towards Flower Sound. Okay. Do I see a target within? Yep, there are tar- There are still plenty of targets uh, to be hit. So yes, you can easily locate a target. Okay, I want to whack some target with my border staff. Okay. Because that would be a seven. Unfortunately, no. You miss. Uh, the fog is is throwing you off too, even though it is of your own creation. I'm curious, Caden, did you only take utility cantrips and no damaging cantrips? I totally took damaging cantrips, but they're like <laughs> cantrips. I don't want to electrocute these guys. Oh, okay. Does wood conduct electricity? I I don't know. Okay. Um. All right. Uh, let's do another round of the snipers. See if they hit I, I I need to go. I, I need to take my turn. Oh! Oh, I'm so sorry! Flower! Yes, it's I did roll turn. a one. <laughs> I'm so sorry. So, so I have a spear on my back that's got... Um, it doesn't necessarily have range, but it's a lot longer than a machete. Would I be able to, like, swing it at two two targets with it? Or just just one? Um... Yeah, sure. 
What the heck? All I'll right. allow it. You can swing at it too. I I whip whip the spear off my back and twirl it, and it sort of whips up this fog around it. It's really cool. Ooh. And I and I go in for a slash. Nice. Now, do you if you're attacking two targets, do you roll two separate attacks? I was imagining this is just like one long sweep. One to long or two. Um, it, it can be however you want it to be. It makes sense in my head. Sometimes I, I, just, roll- I just have trouble. I'm like, is that on the rolls? I don't know. It makes sense, though. If you have a big stick, you should be able to whack two things with it because you're big. <laughs> okay. Well, that's uh, 22 to hit. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially since we're not worried about defending ourselves currently no. because they're targets. And some maximum nine points of damage. Oh, yay. You explode those two uh, wooden targets. They just shatter into splinters. Hooray! All right. Let's see if the snipers hit anybody this turn. Caden, uh, one of the snipers actually manages to land a lucky blow and uh, hit you. <sighs> I know. So now you have a big splotch of, of green paint on you. Is it in his hair? Does he have green hair? I make it rain and wash the paint off so they don't want it. <laughs> so vain. All right. Well, I'm just saying you gave me all these spells. I know, I know. All right, uh, but that's the only the only paintball that manages to hit anybody. Athanasius, what are you going to do? Um, I'll find another target. Okay. That's pretty uh-huh. easy. There are still hmm. six. And I'm going to attack it with my axe. All right. You have an axe? I do. I have a hand axe. Oh, cool. Okay. And that is a 17 to hit. Yep. You hit it. I do not do much damage, though. Only three. Okay. So you managed to sink your axe into the wood of this target, uh, and it kind of cracks, but it doesn't doesn't really split apart. It hasn't shattered like the other ones. Um, You haven't quite destroyed it yet. Then Caden. All right. Uh... I'm going to swing my quarterstaff and their target. Okay. Uh, I forgot last turn. That one of the reasons I took quarterstaff is because it's versatile, so I can use my dexterity instead. So quarters, being versatile, that... Uh... Oh, wait, no. That just means... Versatile crap. means you can use yeah. it two-handed. Yeah, and okay, one or two hands. Yeah. Um, I actually Finesse know this because it... that it... you can use dex. Yeah, okay. that that's well, the right word. If it's a finesse weapon, you can use your dexterity modifier. So it'll be 16. Oh, okay, yeah. 16 is good enough. You hit it. And do you want to be making this attack two-handed? Because then you'll be able to do a uh, 1d8. And that would be a 5 damage. Okay, yeah. You... If my strength is negative, I don't subtract from damage, do I? Uh... You do, actually. You do, yeah. actually. <laughs> So that'd be four damage. Four. Okay. Um, you take a big old swing at this target and you deal uh, like a pretty good blow to it. But uh, again, it like cracks, but it doesn't quite shatter. Okay. So I, I'm right up on this damaged one. I want to I wanna try to hit it with my spear and send it flying into another one. <laughs> hmm. Just take a wallop out of it. Okay. I don't know how you how you want to handle doing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, we're gonna see if you hit it and how much damage you do. 
it, if you end up splintering it, because they're they're designed to splinter, because that's what they're for, I I don't necessarily think you're going to be able to send it flying and do damage to another one. Unfortunately. Okay, it'll it'll make a big show though. Yeah, it'll look cool. Sometimes in twenty, D&D, that's what counts. Twenty, not natural. Okay, <laughs> yeah. And uh, eight damage. Okay, cool. All right. Yep, it shatters into many, many pieces. Which one was this? The one that uh, Athen hit with his axe or the one that Caden hit with the quarterstaff? I, I was assuming Athens was a bit away from us um, and Caden and I are sort of grouped up, so it was Caden's. Sure. Yep. That's what happens when you don't play on a grid. Nobody hits this turn. Guys, I just rolled three natty 20s. Woo! Yeah. Okay. All, all <laughs> Yay, because of the disadvantage. As long as you have disadvantage on everything, we will be safe. <laughs> Jeez. Oh my god. Okay, cool. All right, uh, go again, Athen. Yep, uh, 16 to hit. Uh, yep. And two damage. <laughs> two, da- two damage, bro. Bro, what? Okay, what is what is up with the rest of you? You've got cover of fog and you're not doing magic. No one would see you. I, I don't want to electrocute the guy. He's just holding a shield. That's his job. He comes to work and he holds a shield. Okay, okay, okay. And you okay. want me to shoot lightning bolts at him? Like, what did you do to me? <laughs> oh, what can Frankly, I say? Frankly, I'm I'm oh, not cool. sure if my damaging cantrip would work on a target. Oh, maybe not. Oh, yeah. Do you have you have toll the dead now? Don't you? Yeah, oh. I have toll the dead. Yeah, you can't yeah. really make the wooden dummy frightened of its own mortality. Yeah. Yeah. How do you do necrotic damage to a wooden dummy? Okay. It'd be another thing if they had, like, sticks with paint on them and, like, they could swing those at us. And, but, but the guys we're, we're trying to hit aren't the ones trying to hit us. Uh, yeah, no, it's true. And it's it's designed that way. Okay, okay. Two damage. And I'd, I'd already dealt three damage. Do they have more than five health? Oh, no, sorry. I'm being a big dum-dum. I forgot that you were striking at the same one. No, Kevin's probably guessed that they have exactly five health, so... Boom. Yep. <laughs> that, boom, that one goes bye-bye. And they have an AC of 12, unless I'm mistaken. Uh, yes, they do. We're down <coughs> to four of them now? Uh, yes, there are only four left. Good job, you guys. I mean, as long as the fog cloud is still there, I'm not worried. How many rounds does it last? It's up to an hour. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. Oh. What what half It is concentration. Oh crap! No, so that's you're fine. Concentration though. So did I need to roll when no. you hit me with the paint? No, no, no because a- you didn't take any damage. Then I guess it's there. Yeah. Like I'm in no rush. That's why I'm just <laughs> whacking people with the quarterstaff. I don't want to electrocute them. Caden's just gonna just gonna sit down, take out a sandwich. Mm-hmm. Drink my tea. Yeah, exactly. Tea. He's, just, he's just gonna sit there in the fog cloud for a while. He's That's not nine. Rush. I'm trying to remember. Do cro- you have disadvantage with crossbows at short range? Yeah. Correct. If you if it's point blank, yeah. Yeah. So otherwise, I'd be walking up to the targets and shooting them point blank with a crossbow. But yeah, because if you're far away from them, you won't be able to see them either. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I rolled an eleven BT dubs. Yeah, okay. Not quite good enough. Uh, flower? 
Um, I guess I'm gonna go back to Machete, since we're down to the last couple ones now. That's another non-natural 20. Okay. God dang it, Audrey. Stop taking the good rolls. No, you guys need it. I'm rolling, uh, these dice, I swear, these dice are weighted. I did eight points of slashing damage. All right, you cleave that thing into splinters. It's gone. I am the dummy killer! Ah! The guy who, like, <laughs> is, like, holding the pole. Okay, I just want to narrate this a little bit because, so, first of all, this fog cloud pops up, which these guys are like, uh, like, what just happened? That's not supposed to happen. And then all of a sudden, a giant yellow snake with a giant, it, it's bone machete, right? Yeah. It's, like, got it's te- like a teeth on it and stuff. It's the big jawbone of, like, a crocodile. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this big, scary-looking weapon, this giant snake rears out of the fog cloud and just cleaves at this guy's, like, wooden thing on a stick. And he just shrieks, and he drops the thing, and he runs. He just runs. (laughs) I I point to the one next to it, and I'm like, (laughs) I'm gonna kill you in half! (laughs) Ah! Um, yeah. So he's terrified uh, of the giant snake man. Um, we'll do one more time. See if anybody hits. Ooh, that one hits. Ooh, that one goes for Athanasius. Yay, and it hits. So Athanasius, uh, through the fog cloud, all of a sudden, um, sp- you get hit by a paintball. I... It's all over your your beautiful shiny scales. Your pretty clothes. I have chainmail on, so. Oh, all right. Well, fine. Yep. No one else uh, manages to hit you guys. Um. So we're back to Athanasius. Uh. Yeah. I'm. I'm just going to uh, find the next target, and I'm gonna attack it with my axe. Okay. Fourteen to hit. Yep. Four damage because fuck me. Okay. You're so close. You're like almost cleaved it in two this time. You're cl- even closer than you were last time, but you're still not quite there. Am I? So the one I'm attacking right now, mm-hmm. is it still the same one I attacked before? I eviscerated that thing. Okay. Yeah. I'm he totally just going to whack another one. Okay. Which there are only three left and one of them's badly damaged at this point. Yep. I imagine we're like converging on each other. on the Yeah, circle. we're slowly. So there's like... We're yeah. each facing one guy, and there's, like, a guy in between. Sure. So that was a 16. Okay, yep, yeah, you hit. Two damage. Okay. <laughs> All right, and Flower? Gosh, I really just want to, like, drive one of these things into another one. Like, I mean, I there's mean... nothing saying I can't just rip this out of someone's hand and, like, you know, body slam it into a different target, right? They didn't tell you you couldn't. It's in a flog, fog cloud. Everything's legal. He's, <laughs> he's getting real excited. against the he's rules like... if nobody sees. <laughs> so I'm going to try to do that. Just like charge right. one, like grab it, and then body slam it into another one. Why don't you make me a strength check just to see, just to see how, how well you do it ripping this uh, dummy out of the guy's hands. That's a 14. Yeah, he's not expecting it, so he's like, hey, what, 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 wait! And you just rip the thing right out of his hands. Ah! 
Okay, and then I'm gonna try to smash it into another one. Is that is that an attack? Is that an yes? Attack? So this is an improvised weapon. So okay. uh, uh, you do, you aren't proficient with it, but add your strength uh, when you make an attack roll with it. Okay. Shit, that's only an eleven. Oh no! You're just you're just like too excited. You're so excited that you managed <laughs> to just like rip the dummy out of the one guy's hands that when you try to strike the next dummy with it, like, you just sort of whiff it again. Bonk it. Just (laughs) bonk and go back a little bit. Like, oops. (laughs) Okay. But you now have a wooden dummy in your hands. Uh Uh-huh. I've got got the one that Caden damaged. Okay, cool. All right, one last round. All right. uh, This one goes for Flower again. So, Flower, you've now been hit twice. The dummy is still safe, though, right? Yeah, you've got it pretty well shielded, right? Yeah. Okay. You're, like, hugging it to your stomach. Yeah, I'm gonna say that the dummy has, like, even more cover than the fog cloud would would prevent. You're sort of curling yourself around the dummy. So, no, it doesn't get hit, but you've been hit twice now. Okay, Athanasius. Finish him. Attacking the same target, 13 to hit, and it doesn't matter how much damage you do. You're you're angry. You're like fuck fuck this trial, and you you explode that dude, Caden. Um, the dummy you were attacking. Uh, <coughs> all of a sudden, flower just sort of charged past you and went rah and just ripped it out of the guy's hands. <laughs> so, uh, and then he tried to hit a second one with it, but he he missed. So, what do you do? Do I see uh, Athens? Yeah, you guys are probably all pretty close to each other by now. And did he he destroy that target? He just destroyed the one that was in front of him, yeah. There's so only two left. One of them uh, is uh, in Flower's hands, and one of them is uh, in the hands of someone who's very terrified. Okay, well then I'm going to say to Athens, how many did you get? Oh, oh, true! You guys can't see how many are left because of the fog cloud. I wasn't even true. thinking. Good oh, RPing. I got four of them, I believe. And then, I don't know, can I talk to Flower, or is he in the middle of, like, swinging erratically? Uh, you can always I talk. I certainly am. Yeah. How many did you get? I don't know, I'm bad with numbers, but all the ones over that way, and I gesture with my my hands. Athens nods and says, I think these are the last two. Uh, okay. Uh, Flower, do your thing. And I end my turn. Okay, I'm gonna prop the one I'm holding up um, against the one in front of me, and then just slash down with the machete on both of them. (laughs) (laughs) That hits. I don't feel like adding. And um, nine damage again. Okay, yeah. You explode the already damaged one, and then you cleave right through the last one. Now, uh, normally, uh, when you had destroyed all the targets, uh, Virtinia would have, like, you know ended the challenge. However, nobody can see what's going on. Nobody knows you've destroyed all the dummies. So, uh... <laughs> They're gonna keep shooting. Yeah, um, no one knows what's happening. Uh, it's kind of total chaos. I just want to say to Athens again, you're, yeah. you're sure that was the last of them? Uh, Athens takes a second to do some mental math, and then he nods. He's like, yep. Okay, do I have to wait to end the cloud? or no. can I- you didn't really do anything on your turn, so I'm just going to say you held your turn until now. Okay, yeah, I will to- totally dissipate the fog. Okay, all right, the fog 
vanishes. And um, all that's left is a bunch of splinters of dummies. A couple of the employees have uh, sort of like fled into the woods. And uh, everyone is really (laughs) confused. Everything's kind of damp. (laughs) And uh, uh, Virginia looks like completely flabbergasted. But she looks around at the sort of shattered, all the shattered dummies. There's no more dummies. So she's like, uh... Well, uh, the trial is over, I guess. (laughs) And uh, the snipers stop firing and everything. Flower, what do you do with the citizen? Um, Well, I realize just how terrified this person in front of me is. And I'm like, oh, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I sort of drop a citizen to the side and try to like... I don't know, smooth things over with the, the actual person. I'm like, um, I, I didn't mean to. Uh, what's your name? We're, we could be friends. <laughs> yeah, uh, this guy, he's just like a normal human dude. And uh, he's kind of like, uh, did, did you do the fog? Is that like a thing snake people can do? Oh, fog just just happens. It just you just go with it sometimes. Cause I don't I don't want a rat caden out, but I don't know how much. <laughs> yeah. Fog who happens. knows the ways of 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 the of the woods around us? You know. <laughs> he looks kind of like unconvinced, but he's like, uh, okay. <laughs> to be to be clear, like. Cool? They could have seen me cast it too, because it, it's not like I'm level 3. I don't have subtle spells. Oh, yeah, I guess so. Because uh, subtle spell is a thing. Yeah. That would yeah. probably be more people who had the vantage to see that. Like, this guy's just holding a big old shield up in front of him. They weren't expecting or... it. So, are they really going to notice you, like, whisper a couple words and wave one of your hands a little bit? Like, I think they're, they're maybe some of them saw you. Maybe this guy didn't. He's he's a little confused. He's intimidated by the giant snake. He there was just a fog cloud. He's he's not having the best day. Uh, he's like, I I I need a vacation. You should take a vacation. That sounds excellent. You should you should check out the the uh the river basin that I'm from. It's it's really lovely. So congratulations, you guys uh, completed your third trial. Yay! Yay! Hooray! Yay! Uh, So, uh, Virtinia kind of collects herself. She walks over to you guys. And uh, she's like, well, that was um, unconventional, but um, excellent job. Uh, You successfully completed the mock combat. Well done. And um, she sort of gestures to the other employees and they sort of pick themselves up and, uh, and they sort of start picking up the pieces of the dummies and stuff, basically getting the area ready for the next group that's going to come through. And uh, Virginia uh, sort of uh, leads you off to the side a little bit. And uh, she says, well, I'm very pleased with how well this has gone. Uh, and I am happy to extend each of you an offer of employment on behalf of Roskill and Associates. And uh, here is our standard contract for entry-level associates. And she uh, hands each of you uh, like a stack of parchment. And then she also hands each of you a small, like like a brochure. And uh, she says, um, uh, so this is a map of the town. 
just east of here, uh, where the company has its local base of operations. Uh, if you take your signed contracts to headquarters, uh, the payroll officer there will give you your signing bonus, and you can purchase your uniforms and the required gear at the company store. There's a list of all that in your contract. And uh, if you wish, you can stay the night at the company boarding house, uh, or if you prefer, you can stay at one of the other establishments in town. Uh, the brochure there lists all the major points of interest in Ossilian. Uh, she sort of clears her throat and she's like, <clears throat> So, I'd like to see all of you tomorrow morning to uh, discuss your first assignment. Be at the executive building at 10, and uh, I'll send someone to escort you to my office. How does that sound? Sounds great. And uh, with that, she nods and uh, she uh, sort of gestures. There's a path that leads out of the woods, sort of like back to where you guys started, that first area where there's still a bunch of people waiting in line and paperwork and everything. And uh, you guys are free to go. That's it for this week. Make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode, and please give us a rating and review to help others join our adventure. You can find out more about the show and how to get in touch with us on our website, TalesFromTheTableCast.com, and you can find us on Twitter, at TableTalesCast. This podcast was edited and produced by me, Cloud. Our theme music is by Adhesive Wombat. Special thanks to Matt Marshall for all his help and advice. I literally couldn't have done this without you. This is your Dungeon Master, Cloud, and I hope you'll join us again next week on Tales from the Table.